0: It is a day for accents on the country today. We've already talked to a Welsh dairy farmer in North Otago. Now it's the turn of an Irish meat executive in Dunedin. Uh, Joining us in the studio is Derek Ramsey. He's the Group and Sales Marketing Manager uh, for AFCO took over from a bloke by the name of Mark De Torre, who you heard yesterday who's moved on to Open Country Dairy, and of course our old friend uh, Tom Young, National Livestock Manager for AFCO. Who wants to open the batting on the price of lamb, lads? Right. They're pointing at one another. I'll start with you, Tom. Of course you will, Jamie. Yeah, of course <coughs> I will.
1: So it's going to start with, is it starting with the six already? Uh, yeah, it probably is. Um, we, we think it'll end up well we're hoping it'll end up somewhere around the mid sixes and no worse but you've got to remember we've got um, the big volumes yet to hit us so we're, we're killing the last of the old seasons lambs and we probably don't get into the new stuff in earnest till mid late November so the market will be tested then when we're killing sort of 80 or 100,000 this is AFCO in the North Island. 40 or fifty thousand in the south island so we have some big volumes through the plants and then we'll know what what this uh well well, well,
0: traditionally at this time of the year we're getting the very first of the early drafts in. there's a big premium on them it's not there this season and all traditionally also we see the schedule drop away when we get in to the height of the season you know like january february
1: march where might it bottom out well we're sort of we're sort of hoping it'll bottom out at 650 or 660 no no worse than that but we don't we don't actually know so Uh, We're seeing other companies um, probably talk it back a bit more than that, but we're hopeful we can do better than that. Um, but to go out there and give you a firm number, we, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's
0: welcome into the conversation the Irish meat executive. That's quite a, got a nice ring to it, Derek Ramsey. Derek, you've just been in Germany at the world's largest food conference, I think, in, in Cologne. Are there any green shoots? Is there any good news?
2: Yeah, just back from Anuga in Cologne in Germany, and there was a lot of confidence there at the show. There was a lot of people approaching our stand where we exhibited for five days, um, inquiring about our product, which is in great demand throughout the world. And we came away from it very confident, but we just got to put that into context that, you know, China has yet to do its buy-in for the, for the Chinese New Year. There's a lot of supply coming on. And then with beef, we have seen in the last few days the commodity prices globally come back, and beef's been affected by that.
0: Yeah, and beef has kind of been the star of the red meat stable. Mm-hmm. It's held up much better than lamb, and especially mutton. So let's just start with mutton. Who, who wants to take on this one? Because it's been it's basically halved in price. Mind you, it's not as bad as when I was a young farmer, Tom, back in the 80s when you, uh, when it was worth absolutely nothing. But we've got used to these good mutton prices. Are mm-hmm. they gone forever now? What do you reckon, guys?
2: I think from a market perspective, the the, the demand for mutton is is probably a bit more commoditized, and the Australian supply is affecting that a lot more than New Zealand grass-fed lamb, which are nice small lambs with good genetics that people sort of seek out. So I think that's what's affecting the mutton price in the market.
0: So the Australian drought is costing us big
2: time? 100% and, and it's going to be a tougher few months ahead if they get the El Nino effect and they have to cull and that supply comes on and there's even more supply coming from Australia for the next 3-4 months that's what we're sort of forecasting and seeing Right, talk to me Derek about Beef.
0: You mentioned the United States; it's a major market for us, and it's it's the reason our uh, beef schedules have held up. What's happening there?
2: Yeah, so look, big grinding meat market for us, and you know we've had a lot of the customers from the U.S. down to see us to shore up supply because the domestic supply is going to shore it up as well there. So we were expecting that to strengthen, and, and uh, as the months went on. But what's actually happened in the last few days is it's fallen backwards. So it's following the commodity prices sort of down. So we've seen that soften, Um so. Beef's going to probably have a little micro fall before, I hope, uh, a better sort of three-year period.
0: What about what's happening in the Middle East at the moment? The world doesn't Mm -hmm. like unsettled times. We're in very unsettled times. We're still battling away in Ukraine. Metaphorically, of course, we're not. They
2: are. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't help, does it? No, it doesn't. And then we've got the other conflict in in the Gaza Strip as well, which is adding to tensions. So there's a lot of factors going on in sort of commodity markets and and global markets right now, and and we're tied up in all of that. Tom Young, it's your job. Well, where's the good news part of the story for red meat? Come on. <laughs> so, uh, well, there's always a good news
1: story, isn't there, somewhere? And I think we've got probably a good six or 12 months before we see any particularly great news. But, you know, we're sort of hopeful at some point soon we'll reach the bottom and then we'll claw our way back out of it. But um, I can't, I'm not going to stand here and tell you that there's a certain date and time that things are going to improve beyond all belief. I think that would be misleading people, and I think we're better to be honest. Um, and say, so, yep, it's certainly going to be a little bit harder than probably we thought. Um, but, you know, I think we've already seen a little bit of a bounce off the bottom with some of our products, so we're probably already sort of turning that corner. So things are improving.
0: Well, here, here's a good news story. I was in your home patch last week, Hawke's Bay. Your province is looking a picture.
1: It is, it is, but it's, um, everyone's pretty nervous. They, they're sort of worried about El Nino. Um, so we've gone from being extremely wet to incredibly sort of on the edge of dry and we've got, probably we've got a better lambing percentage than we've ever seen in a long time. So we had great survivability um, and so there's a bit of pressure on the grass that's there.
0: Okay lads, thank you very much for coming into the studio. Derek Ramsey, Tom Young from AFCO, really appreciate your support here on the country. Thanks Jamie. Thanks,
2: Jamie.